to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela and welcome, welcome, welcome to Architecting. Today is such an amazing day. I am truly filled with gratitude and amazement at the way that when we show up in the world and consistently, unflinchingly advocate for the things that matter, it gets seen, it gets noticed. And little by little by little, this cumulative effect starts to happen. You see a shift. And a lot of the times, it'll feel like nothing is happening for months. And then all of a sudden, everything, everything will happen. I have to share with you, and I have to thank all of you because you are part of this. Podcast Magazine put out its May issue yesterday, and because May is Mother's Day, they do a special this is their third annual top 50 moms in podcasting and architecting was eligible for this and i did put links out to vote for architecting and congratulations to you and to the podcast and to this community that we are building together we came in at number 20 on the list of top 50 moms in podcasting. Wow, wow, this is so, so, so amazing. I will put a link to the magazine uh, issue in the podcast show notes. If you wanna take a look at it, check out some of the other top podcasts. Wow, and yesterday was a huge day. As you know, I am very into high performance habits because It's how we get out of the busyness trap and make the time in our lives to go beyond the compulsories to the freestyle, which is our glory zone. It's where we shine. It's where we're doing what we were meant to do. It's where we feel filled up and know that we are doing the work we came here to do. I have been, I tell people three times busier at this point, these last few months, than I have literally ever been in my entire career. And it's amazing because at work, we are winning projects we dreamed of winning just five years ago. Not just one, but we keep getting calls, we keep getting opportunities, and each one is almost more amazing than the next one. And these opportunities are all over the country. And there are all kinds of things that are exactly, exactly the kind of work that is my favorite kind of work to do. It's exactly tied into all of my research in Saluted Genesis, all of my work with facilitating change management and lean processes. I mean, 
if I were going to write the most ideal project I could possibly work on, these project opportunities are that. They literally are coming in and we're competing for them and we're winning them to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, how are we going to do them all, right? Because it's like drinking from a fire hose. This started happening last year and the momentum kept building. The first reaction that I had was one of, okay, enough. This is, this is good. We're good here, right? You know, we got some big wins. This feels really good. I got a lot going on and sure I'd like more, but later, not right now. And I had to catch myself and go, well, but, but you never complain about the opportunities because when you do, you shut them down. When you say, okay, yeah, I have enough. No more, please. What are you doing? You're putting limits on yourself. Now, I do believe in boundaries, and we've talked about having boundaries and being clear about them and not saying yes to things that are really a no for us. But when all that's coming in is not just a yes, but it's a hell yes with five exclamation points behind it, you don't say no to that stuff. You say yes more, please, because you will find a way to get through it. You are more resilient than you think you are. Yesterday, for example, we had a major interview that we had to travel two hours to get to for a project that, oh my God, this is gonna be truly a story for the ages. This client is putting together something that literally has never been done in the healthcare arena. I was prepping for this interview in the middle of dancing between the raindrops of multiple major project deadlines. My annual review was the day before. You know, so much going on, right? But I didn't just have this day of, oh, we traveled, we did this interview, we come back and then, you know, kind of take it easy. Oh no, I came back to three major meetings and they were bracketed. So two of them were for one project and one of them was for another project. And my time got bracketed where I literally had project one meeting, project two meeting, immediately after, like literally one ended, the next one started. And then the second meeting for project one, same thing, back to back. My team for project one had advanced the materials. So even though I hadn't done as much as I would have liked to do to prep for that, I felt like I could get through it and still have meaningful discussions with the client, which we did. We surfaced a lot of issues that had never before come to light had a lot of very deep conversations, so all good. But project two, I hadn't done a lick of work for. <laughs> I just hadn't, right? I had too many other deadlines, too many other projects going on, and I thought I would work on it this weekend, but this weekend I was called to rest. My body said, nope, you need to sleep a lot. You need to get some things done around your house. You know, I planted my vines. Um, you need to spend quality time with your kids. And then I thought, well, I'll work late on Monday. But Monday was a big full day. 
And my body said, mm, no, you, you, you need to still rest. You still need to rest. And then I thought, okay, Tuesday, had tons of meetings, had my performance review, directed a lot of other coworkers to get advancing on some of these other projects. I will go home and I will work. And I did that for about an hour. And then again, I just needed to rest. So here we are, day of the meeting, but also day of leaving early to travel to this interview, having these other meetings. So we get back from the interview and I race home because these two meetings are later in the day and I really, really don't want to be in the office at eight o'clock at night. And I have exactly one hour before the first meeting for project one starts to out of whole cloth create a presentation for meeting two. And I did it. And we had a really good conversation. I was able to prioritize what were the things that at this point in the project we needed answers on. What kind of feedback did we need? Where did I want to direct the client? And miraculously, I managed to get it done. Don't recommend this strategy for sure. And I will say that I probably only could do this because I've been doing this kind of work for so many years. Someone who didn't have the same expertise might not be able to pull this off. And it was something I prayed on and asked for help and truly do see it as a miracle that I pulled it off. But at the end of the day, at 8 p.m., after 12 super intense hours of work, I felt this amazing sense of relief, joy, and gratitude because I did it. I got through all of that, and I didn't just struggle through it. Every single one of these events in the day couldn't have gone better. They were true accomplishments. I didn't just check a box and move on or stumble through and go, oh my God, what a disaster. Or, you know, kind of tap dance and hope nobody noticed. They were wins. All of them were wins. And then I saw in my inbox the top 50 moms that we were number 20. What a great, great, great way to end the day. Why am I sharing all this? Well, first of all, when you feel good about something, the best way to really be in gratitude is to say thank you and to share because it perpetuates that emotional response in your body, which makes you feel more confident, more able, more empowered, right, to do what you want to do which attracts more opportunities to you. So it it kind of is like a snowball effect. But I also share it because as much as I do this work, and you know I do, you know I work with my own coaches in addition to coaching all of you, you know that I have all of these high-level friends and that we have mastermind groups together so that we keep each other elevated. But as much, as much as I do this work and have my own practice, I am still stunned at how resilient I can be. And this isn't some superpower that I have. We all have this. 
So often we shut ourselves down. And I have to be honest, I was very tempted to a couple hours before the meeting for project two happened to contact that project manager and just say, I have nothing prepared for this meeting. I've had an exhausting week. Today has been a full day and I still have two major meetings to do. I can't do this. You're going to have to cancel the meeting. I know the client isn't going to like that, but it I just can't do it. And there's a lot of people that might have chosen that path. That might have even sounded the alarm, you know, the week before when they saw this cluster start to happen on their calendar. And I didn't sound the alarm before because I thought I could do it. But as the day went on, I wasn't so sure about that anymore. But I believed in myself and I believed in knowing what I know. And because I know what I know, I can do what I do. Yeah, it was digging deep. Yeah, this is, again, not recommended as a way to work. But trust your own resiliency because it's often in those do or die moments that we most can rise to the occasion. If I had had the energy to work on that project over the weekend, I probably wouldn't have gotten as much done in one hour as I did. Knowing I had an hour, knowing I had to focus, knowing this was it, really gave me so much clarity. Cut all the clutter. I was super focused like a laser because there was no other option than to do that. And the bonus is, yeah, I could have putzed around with this for three or four hours or more over the weekend, but that would have been three or four hours of rest and rest in all of its forms that I badly, badly needed that I would have shortchanged myself from creative rest, from social rest of family, from physical rest of taking naps, from rest by being in nature. All of these things to restore and regenerate myself would not have happened if I had spent that time working. And I'm convinced that because I needed all that rest, what I produced would not have been as good. And so we have to trust in our resiliency. We have to feed our resiliency because as counterintuitive as it seems when you have a lot to do, to faniente, as the Italians say, to do nothing. Sometimes doing nothing is the biggest something you could do. You have to trust that when you restore yourself by doing nothing, by getting rest when you need it, that you are feeding your resiliency so that then when you need to tap into it, as I did to get through this week, and especially yesterday, you have those resources available to you. And in those moments, you will shine.
Thank you all so much for listening. I truly appreciate you in the audience. I know you are all busy. I know you have a lot going on from the very bottom of my heart. I'm so grateful that you listen and that you get value from me sharing my thoughts and my experiences in the biz with you. I really do want the work I do to be an inspiration to others because our profession needs it. We all need to be high performance. We all need to have the confidence to share our gifts out in the world, to believe in our resiliency, to trust that we can keep saying yes to the things that matter to us and not shut them down because we think we're too busy and not reach those plateaus where we say, I had some big wins, that's enough for now, but we say, bring it, bring it. Our director of healthcare a few months ago had an opportunity for a project that he was kind of approaching me with trepidation because he said, it's a great project, but I'm not sure if we should go after it, we're really busy, and I know you especially are really busy, and I said, bring it. Bring it, because when we get the opportunities we have only dreamed about, we do not say no to them. We don't worry about the how. We say yes because it will work out, and it does. It does because you are in alignment. This is your yes. You can do it, or it wouldn't be there for you. And this is exactly what I help my one-on-one coaching clients do. So if you love this podcast, if you're getting a lot out of it, if you've attended any of my free workshops or downloaded any of the free materials I have or bought my books, and you've liked what you've seen, if you felt it was helpful, believe me, when we focus this as one-on-one coaching, It is 10x, so much more powerful because you're hearing a custom message for you. You're not hearing more general information about burnout or having boundaries or how to get clarity. You're hearing specifically what you need to hear. And the biggest thing is we're all myopic. This is why I work with coaches, even though I am a coach. We can't see a lot of the patterns, a lot of the limited thinking that goes on in our own life because we're too close to it. And limiting beliefs are called that because we believe them. We don't question them. We need somebody to go, ahem, see that? that? That's a story that doesn't need to happen. And then we go, oh yeah. Oh yeah, now I see it, now I see it. But we couldn't see it before. And this is true of me, of you, of everyone. So this is why one-on-one coaching can really take you to that quantum leap because now someone is looking specifically at you, helping you get much more clarity on what you want helping you come up with ways to implement that. And then when you get stuck, calling you on your stuff so you can see how you self-sabotage and move past it. And like I said, clearly got a lot going on, but I do keep 
some time on my calendar for personal coaching, but I only take on a few clients at a time because I got a lot of other stuff going on and I do want to give the time and energy to each of my clients that they deserve and need so they get the amazing outcomes that they get. So if you're saying, I want that, email me, Angela at architectingpodcast.com and I... I'm starting to screen clients and not just let people go on the website and book appointments because really I'm choosing to work with higher level clients, not just take anybody on who's interested. I find that if you're not really ready for coaching, you don't do the work and then you don't get the results or you get some results, but not as much as you could. And I love it when I get those clients who are ready for this, ready to really take their next step, move to the next level in their career, and let's face it, in their life. So I am now requesting that people contact me via email and we will set up a free one-on-one call so that I can learn a little bit more about you and your specific issues, and we can talk about whether or not working with me is a good fit, and I am the right person to help you get there. So if you are really ready for this, contact me and know that you can have days like I had yesterday where you get opportunities to have three dream jobs advance in the same day because you can do it and you have the confidence to know what's possible for you. So love you all. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.